0: Welcome to Coaching Sales with Mike and Cody, the podcast for business owners who want to attract, train, and manage multi-million dollar sales teams. Mike Mark is the founder, and Cody Morris is the client success director of CoachingSales.com, a sales consultancy that helps business owners get off the phone and go from six to seven figures in under six months. And now, here's your host, Mike and Cody. So I have this issue where like my my brain and body always seeks to get comfortable like even in the uncomfortable i'll turn it to comfort really quickly and like i love challenging myself and going into new zones but i I find that i always turn it right back into some kind of a comfort thing really quickly
1: interesting um and so can you give us an example
0: of a, a time that that happens yeah so like uh let's say working out you were bringing that up as an example um, you know, it might be uncomfortable to start like doing 30 minute cardio for, you know, right away within a week, I'll get really comfortable with it. It won't be a big deal with me anymore. Like it might be uncomfortable for a day or two, but then I'm just comfortable with it again. And so I um, find like I'm always like, fi- like narrowing myself back down to a comfort zone. still somehow.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which is normal. You're going to acclimate to anything that you do long enough. Um, part of that's normal, but do you see it being a problem?
0: I just, I feel like I do it too quickly, maybe. Like, I mean, like I'm like really quickly go into comfort, like really quickly I adapt. I don't know if it's a problem or not.
1: Interesting. Um, So you don't feel like it's affecting you negatively?
0: Not necessarily as results wise, I find it affecting me as far as motivation wise, because then I don't feel challenged anymore. I constantly Uh am not feeling challenged.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I understand that. And like, typically that's going to be a lot of what makes people good at sales is that same sort of thing. The, the way that I kind of described it is like, uh, I have, I personally feel very similar. Like I have a high need for novel stimulation. Um, and if I don't have novel stimulation, then I get bored super fast. And, uh, I think that's like a part of the sales DNA. Cause I think all of us are going to have that high need for novel stimulation. Um, and so there's a couple things that you could look at, right? So, a big part of it is like maybe what you need to do is take a look at like certain people for your alter ego, and you could latch on to like look at someone like Michael Jordan, look at someone like Tiger Woods, right? Like the amount that they practice, or Kobe Bryant, the amount that they practice and that they focus on the fundamentals and they just keep seeing if like, can I take it a little bit further? Can I take it a little bit further? Uh, You know, another guy would be Tom Brady. Like that is consistency and effort applied just to see what that little 1% compounds into over a long period of time. And so it's easy to check out when you don't, feel like you can get that much better but the question then really becomes like how far can we really go with this right like how how far can this thing go and like where where's the limit and and can i be the greatest of all time and like those sorts of questions are going to be the things that will inspire you to stay focused and stay consistent when the novelty wears off because ultimately the, the craziest part is like novelty there's After a while, it's just gonna wear off all the time. And so if you're pursuing the initial rush, then you miss the fun, right? Like the fun comes really when you gotta stick with it when it's not fun anymore. Cause that's when you really see what's possible. And like, I I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, the dip, which is an idea by, uh, uh, it's an idea by Seth Godin, right? And this is actually really common. It's, it goes like this. So when you're starting an activity or improving, usually there's an initial gain that's really fast and there's a growth curve that's really fast. And then after that growth curve, you go into what's called a dip and then things start to suck and it's not as fun and it's not as engaging or anything like that. The question is like, first, you got to make sure that this, whatever the pursuit, the mastery that you're pursuing is actually what you want. And then if it is actually what you want and it's lined up with what you want, then it becomes a matter of just pushing through your dip. And when you do push through the dip, like that's when you get to the other side at a degree where you'll look back and be like, holy hell, like what I was able to accomplish was beyond what I ever thought possible. And like most people just don't push through the dip. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I don't know if that answered your question. And if you got follow-up questions on that, please, fire away.
0: It, it answered it in, in its own way. Um, what I got out of it is, is aim higher. And the only person I'm really competing with is myself. So there's always you know, more to more to do, more to do. Bigger, bigger better, better. Yeah. Yeah. And um,
1: the other big thing. The, go ahead. Um, so one idea, and I'm curious to hear what you think, Cody, too. Yeah. Um, The other big thing though is to like think long-term, right? So like usually what you're talking about is like that you're talking about feelings that are short-term and uh, you got to think long-term. Like in the long-term, like the thing that separates people that are successful and people that are unsuccessful, one of the key things that separates them is people who are successful think in longer, like longer cycles. And in fact, if you look at how you get paid, you get paid based on the amount of that you have to think ahead. Right. So like a daily employee, at a restaurant, let's say, only has to think about their orders and what's going on that day. The manager has to plan out what's going on a week to two weeks in advance. Um, the director level people are typically going to be planning in terms of quarters and the CEO needs to think in, in terms of years. So like two, three years in advance where the, the vision of the company is going. And so you get paid directly in proportion to your ability to think ahead. and when you're finding that you're getting comfortable a lot of what you got to anchor it back to is like what's the long term here and when you look at it from the long term perspective then it becomes easier to kind of like reignite the motivation to see like what's fucking possible because that's the question what's possible and then that will keep you and help you push through a dip
2: that's awesome yeah so for andres and like really any of us as salespeople, i think that like to that point, Mike, is that a lot of us do think in our next call, this all, our next, you know, week or something like that, our next opportunities are, okay, I've got five calls in the calendar tomorrow, you know, I'll hit this tomorrow, but like, don't underestimate the 1% rule here, because if not only is thinking ahead going to motivate you to say, okay, I, you know, I've got to do a lot of action. I've got to take a lot of action. If I really want to get there, if I want to be one of the best in the world at what I do, but also like, I think a lot of us aren't tracking the 1% that we are improving. So whether it is handling that objection differently, making sure that all your calls are confirmed the night before instead of the day of, or just showing up more present, making sure that you have no distractions, that kind of thing, being really ruthless and protecting your time. Like any of these things that we know will overall serve our end goal and like being very strict about our 1% improvements. I think that's for me because I get comfortable really quickly too. That's one way that I have completely like shot myself in the foot and stop myself from growing so much is not only just being aware of that 1% improvement, but actually sticking to it. And when at the end of the day, it doesn't get done, or I don't feel like I made that 1% improvement, knowing what I'm going to do tomorrow to make myself, you know, 2% better or 4% better. So Andres, that might be a combination of all those seven things that Mike went through, you might have to find more attachment to your alter ego, you might have to look ahead, you know, higher, and really find ways to love your challenges. It sounds like that's not really the issue for you, but really tracking the 1% improvements that you're making, and then always looking at that progress, and then finding new ways, fun, novelties, or creative ways to get excited about the new things you're trying, even if you don't think that they're possible, because that's the type of person that you are, that you like, you align more with the extremes or opposite ends of the spectrum.
0: Thank you for listening to Coaching Sales with Mike and Cody. So you don't miss a single episode, remember to subscribe to the show on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. We'd also be grateful if you left us an honest rating and review. And finally, to claim a free gift for being our listener, visit coachingsales.com forward slash gift.